0: I tried, my friends, I tried. I went to practice yesterday and I tried to think about other things that might be important this weekend and I kept coming back to the same thing. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, where you found this. I really did. I really did. I appreciate the impact, the surprising to a lot of people impact that George Pickens is going to have in the NFL, and I mean right away. I tried to think about the quarterbacks and how they competed with each other in this fairly reasonably impressive battle that they hadn't that Mitch Trubisky earned his starting job and i tried to think of some of the negatives too i tried to think about uh, you know how they're going to stop joe burrow and all those wide receivers and i i i i I went around the room and asked people different questions about different aspects like chris wormley i, I walked up to him and i and and, and i and i, I said this Tell me about the importance of stopping Joe Mixon. I know it's it's kind of Captain Obvious stuff, yeah. but at the same time, why? I mean, he's he's kind of the the guy that they go to in in those weighty downs when it comes to you know short yardage, goal line, those plays that mean a lot. You know, four point swings when it comes to a field goal or a touchdown. Um, but the last two games we played against them, they, they ran the ball on us. Uh, and we, we want to stop that. We want to be sure that um, you know, we spent a whole offseason trying to stop them run, bring guys in to, to, to do that. And um, it's time to, to, to put our money where our mouth is. Great, yeah, and I'm nodding. And, uh, yeah, they have to stop Joe Mixon and they have to do these other things. And I keep just boomeranging back to the same, 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 same issue. And that's the offensive line. And that none of this matters. None of it. If they don't block, it's not just about Mitch and the receivers and Najee Harris. It's about the impact On the defense, on the other side of the ball, you're not going to see the Steelers' defense be anywhere near as good as they'd fairly like to think that they are. There's a lot of confidence on that side of the football right now. It's oozing from these guys. I can tell you that firsthand. But if they're out there for 70 to 75 Burrow snaps, they got no chance. It doesn't matter what they do in the first half. How many times did you see that in 2021 where the defense would come out just all wound up and wreaking havoc? My goodness, even in that playoff game in Kansas City when TJ made the massive play to put the Steelers on the board early on, didn't matter because the offense wouldn't stay on the field long enough to keep Patrick Mahomes and all those guys off the field. Everything gets disrupted without this O-line at least being passable. It's the perfect time to advance your career and invest in yourself. Point Park University has lowered tuition on many master's degrees. Pay the same low master's price for courses online on... On their gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whatever works best for you. Choose from more than 30 Point Park Masters and Doctoral degrees. Save thousands of dollars with Point Park's reduced master's tuition. Visit pointpark.edu slash graduate. What's maybe the most exasperating thing about this is that I really do believe that passable is all they need to be. I don't look... At the Bengals and the Steelers, all that differently at other positions in other areas. I'm sorry, I don't. And I'm, I'm not about to compare, you know, Trubisky to Burrow or anything like that. And I'd be hard pressed to find a comparable on the Pittsburgh roster, for example, for Chase. But if you start stacking blocks up on the left and on the right, between these two teams from there, it's just not that different. In fact, the Cincinnati offensive line isn't exactly winning prizes either. It could be argued that they're what cost the Bengals a Super Bowl. And yeah, they've made some improvements and spent some money since then, just like the Steelers did. But they're not going to be great. Nobody's expecting that they're going to be great but from the Pittsburgh perspective, you don't even need great. You don't even need anything close to great. You just need them to be functional. They need to be operable. They need to have an on-off switch. And it's a very, very, very big concern. It might be the only big concern that the Steelers have. Oh, wait, no. There's one more, but it's also within that category, and that's that Chooks Sokorafor, the starting right tackle, he of the $30 million extension, was held out of practice yesterday with a back injury held completely out. Now, I covered practice, and those of you who know how NFL reporting rules work, we're not allowed to share what it is that we see in practice. Somewhat obvious reasons. Football's a different kind of game in that regard. So I can't give you details, but I can express my own concern that Chooks will be available for this game. This O line was the last, the last element on this team that needed an unwelcome surprise like that. Now we'll see more. In this final practice of the week, this afternoon, regarding Chooks, maybe, ideally, he would have just been held out because he felt something and they wanted to cut him a break before the last practice of the week. But here again, he wasn't limited. He was out. And there aren't a whole lot of players who make the jump from out to either limited or much less full participant on a Friday. We'll see how that goes. But you could express just as much worry for the opposite tackle because Dan Moore's been their worst offensive lineman. He's been awful, which means the Bengals can come at Mitch or Najee from either side. They can close off the Steelers moving side to side, even as an overall offense. Now, maybe, maybe there's some magic potion that someone spilled over on South Water Street that'll allow not only Chooks to recover, but also the O-line to just have miraculously come together and form a cohesive, aggressive unit that'll take care of business Sunday in Cincinnati. But, uh, you know... You tell me, how do you get past this? How do you look past this and say, yeah, but let's talk about other stuff. Other stuff doesn't matter. When we come back, J1Q. Welcome back. It's time for... In Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888 842 5454. Today's J1Q comes from Francisco Santos, who asks DK, much love from Portugal. The Steelers really do have fans all over the globe. I agree with everything you said this week about the matchup. However, I also think one of the biggest question marks besides the Steelers' run defense and the offensive line is the secondary, which is being a little bit disregarded, I think, by us fans, especially the cornerback position, and they're going against a top three or top five wide receiver group in this league. You know, Francisco, I I tend to agree with this, meaning that the cornerback position has been under-disgust this summer. You don't see, hear, or read a whole lot of fussing about Levi Wallace coming in from another organization. Akella Witherspoon being challenged as a full-time NFL starter for the first time. Cam Sutton having to bounce in and out. Uh, And for that matter, I mean, Arthur Mallette finished the 2021 season really strong, I thought as the nickelback, and earned his space atop the current depth chart. But do you think of the middle of the field for the Steelers' defense as some sort of towering strength? Not really, And, and a lot of that's on Devin Bush, who obviously isn't a corner, but factors into this particular subject just because of what I'm describing here. So, yeah, I can see where you think and believe that it should have been something that's more of a topic but for me it isn't and, and and here's why and that's not to suggest that these guys won't get you know fried or toasted or whatever sunday in cincinnati they just might they would not be the first team that burrow and that group of receivers has done that to. but i got to tell you i see their challenge as being much more about something that's taking place away from them. And that is, here it comes again, stopping Mixon. Because if the Bengals are able to run the football, then all bets are off because they become multifaceted. And you'll see Burrow just basically, it'd be like eating at a smorgasbord for him. He can have anything that he wants off the platter. I brought this up yesterday, as a matter of fact, with Minka Fitzpatrick. I think you know, football is a game that's in the trenches. Joe Mixon is the, is the lead guy in the trenches, so it's crucial that we uh, don't allow Joe Mixon to, to win the game for him. No elaboration needed, Minka knows, because if Mixon is allowed to roam free guess who has to go up to the line of scrimmage and can't function in a supporting role the way Minka prefers? And by the way, the way that Minka is most effective when it comes to producing takeaways. Minka needs to be your ball hawk. He needs to be sniffing out those situations without necessarily having a primary responsibility. As soon as you can't tackle the run, First, Terrell Edmonds has to go up, then Minka has to go up, and then you just start bringing in people off the street to go up, as we saw at times late last season. The job that has to get done, first and foremost, is up front. I'm not deflecting from your question. Yes, the secondary Francisco does have to prove that they are worthy of being regular full-time NFL starters, that they've got the chemistry that you need, that they've got the communication beginning with Minka that you need to have out there and that you're doing everything that's needed to take away the deep routes, to take away the easy six points for Burrow and those receivers. But I am telling you, and Minka just told you too, it starts up front. I appreciate the question, I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers all week long. If you can convince some friends of yours to leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcasts, we might do a bonus edition tomorrow after I get to Cincinnati, and we'll have even more fun over the weekend. But this is, you, you got to do this. Like, I see, I have to... Take your word for it. I don't have any way to confirm it, but let's see some positive Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast reviews. And I'll go, oh, hey, look at this. Here, let's talk with these people again because they're really nice. <laughs> let's do it again.